folks. Welcome back to Good Vibes Nation. No Doug on the podcast today, which means we've got another guest on the show. But before we get into that, I wanted to uh, touch base with our listeners and first of all, uh, let you guys know what's going on. We had a couple of weeks off. We had some big time moves here at Good Vibes Nation. Our studio location actually has changed. Uh, so it took a couple of weeks to get the studio prepped, but now we're ready to roll. And what that means is we're back to putting out incredible content. And in order to put out incredible content, we're going to switch this up just a little bit, kind of go back to our summer schedule. We're going to drop episodes every other week. However, there will be times that we drop bonus episodes in there in between now and then, uh, depending on what we got going on. So that's what you can expect from Good Vibes Nation going forward, guys. We appreciate our listeners. We've got some killer guests coming up. Doug will be back on the next episode, which we will be celebrating. Uh, We're going into our third year here at Good Vibes Nation. And you know what to look forward to at this time of the year where we kind of recap our shows as well as we recap the year. We kind of go back and uh, check out what the top songs were some of the events that happened during this year of 2023 and we look forward to 2024 but without further ado appreciate you guys definitely feel the love definitely love you guys reaching out uh checking in with us but let's get to our guest let's do it all right folks as promised i have got an awesome guest with me today she is a yoga therapist and the founder of the Trauma Healing Yoga Therapy Program. She works with women who have been sexually traumatized to help them heal from their PSD, as well as other trauma-related issues. She's also a two-time rape survivor, which gives her the first-hand knowledge to understand the needs of these women, what they face on a daily basis, and help navigate them through their healing journeys. I want to welcome to the show Anissa Hudak. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So... You and I talked a little bit uh, before we started going on, and I'll let you know we love our guests to start off telling us a little bit about their background, their upbringing, kind of where you're from, you know, a little bit about where you're born and raised. Do you you mind sharing with us that info? Absolutely. I am uh, a Jersey girl, born in Jersey. Nice. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I was raised in New York, though. Um. And so I had the best of both worlds. There you go. Um, you know, and everyone thinks that New York is concrete. Um, I actually grew up on a mountain. Yeah. Uh, in a little town. Um, so, I, you know, I loved it. I, I love going back there. I currently live in Kansas uh, in a town where the livestock outnumber the people. <laughs> it's a big time culture shock, right? From where you were born and raised? Yeah, yeah. It is just okay. a little. Yeah. Um, and that's why I do everything online. Um, the cows, the cattle, they were not really into the whole yoga therapy thing. Probably not. We got goat um, yoga, But the bison right? like it. The bison like it? Bison like it, yes. <laughs> they have you yoga therapy for goats, right? They have like you do yoga and goats climb on you and stuff? You Oh, yeah. Bunnies, <laughs> dogs, cats, you name it. Man, well, D- yeah. Doug and I are from New York and New Jersey. Doug's from New York. I'm from New Jersey. And you're right. Like when people say New York, automatically you're thinking Manhattan, New York City. But 
The same thing with Jersey, right? Nork, Nork Airport is right there by New York. Oil refinery is just, sorry guys, but it's, it's a crap area, right? But like you said, there's mountains in New Jersey. There's mountains in New York. There's cattle uh, in both places. So it's, uh, unless you're from there, that's a lot of people think that that's what it's like, but. It's funny. Um, New Jersey is the garden state. Yes. And you can't get a better t- tomato. No. Anywhere but in Jersey. Preach it. Preach it. I hear you. <laughs> so. I hear yeah, you. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, PTSD, right? And that trauma, it, it's tied directly to the military for the most part. I know your father, let's talk about that for a little bit. I know your father was a, a Vietnam vet and you were also married to you know, an active duty member. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your interaction with your father. Did he suffer from PTSD? Kind of go into that. Yeah, he absolutely does and did. Uh, he still does. Um, but we didn't know what it was then. You know, growing up, we, did, we didn't know. Right. Um, we knew that of all the dirty words you can say, Vietnam was by far the worst word we could say. It was unspoken. You do not say that mm-hmm. word. Um, you didn't ask questions as to what he did there. Um, and if you did, it was like this huge cloud came over him. It was horrible. Mm. Um, but again, we didn't, we didn't know. And those men and women who were coming back during that time, they weren't um, supported. No. I mean, that's an understatement. Yeah. And so a lot of them still have not seeked any help to deal with what they went through there. And that's a shame. Um, I would have to say just in the last like eight years, my dad has really started to plug into the VA and get support services, which is wonderful. Um, it's been really wonderful to see. Um, however, he struggles on a daily basis. Yeah. Still. I think especially, like you said, back then we didn't know what PTSD was and it was taboo almost, right? Men weren't supposed <laughs> to be in touch with their emotions. You're supposed to bottle it up. Like you said, you don't talk about it. Just go on to back to, to daily life. And what we found out you know, now right here recently is obviously you can't do that and you're seeing the repercussions of doing it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So what about, okay. So you were married to an active duty member too. Take us, take us through that. Yeah. Um, talk about bringing the war home. Mm. He, um, he was deployed three years within a five year span. Mm. And every time he came back, a little less of him seemed to have come back with him. Mm. And, um, you know, he, he brought the war to our living room. And um, he he's still in therapy. I want to dive into that just a little bit. So I know a lot of military personnel that have been deployed and stuff like that, too. When they get back, they feel, from my understanding, from my personal friends, is that, like you said, a piece of them is still over there. They left their brothers. They've got a brotherhood. They've left their brothers. They've been through the thick you know, things that we can't even mention or fathom, and they feel like they should be back over there, that they're not contributing over, you know, in society as a civilian. That's their life. Is that what he was experiencing too? Absolutely. Um, it, 
he would sit there in the living room and just kind of like look around and I, you know, what you doing? Yeah. And he's like, I don't feel like I'm at home. Yeah. And I said, but you are in your home. Yeah. And, and, you know, he was like, no, I, I feel guilty that I'm here and my brothers and sisters are over there still fighting the fight. Yeah. And I said, but you deserve, you've done your time. Right. You deserve to be home. You're allowed to be here. He said, yeah, but I don't feel like it. I feel guilty. I should be, I should still be there. Yeah. So obviously that, that played a toll on, on your marriage. Yeah. Understatement. Was he able to ever seek that help that he needed or is he still struggling with it or? On and off. On and off. Um, you know, it's, um, we're all the work in progress, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So right now he's in therapy. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty typical from what I've seen yeah. from other military guys, you know. Um, so we take it as it comes. Absolutely. I know you volunteered for the Warrior Transition Battalion at Fort Riley, right, in Kansas. Provided yoga therapy and meditation other holistic treatments to the soldiers and families and staff. Talk to us about your experience with that. How was that? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved working with those men and women. So the Warrior Transition Battalion is a battalion made up of, of men and women who have um, some sort of a medical issue, whether it's um, you know a visible wound or not. And uh, they go there to be um, rehabilitated. And either um, medically boarded out or retired or being able to rehab and go back to um, the regular corps. So um, there were all kinds of folks there. I mean, I, I had amputees. I had people in wheelchairs, crutches, hooked up to IV poles. Um, and then I had the folks who had the invisible wounds. And so I got to um, spend time with them on a weekly basis. And, um, and these guys, they were so funny, especially the men, because they would come in and they're like, yeah, we're going to like, you know, do some like, I don't know, ballet stuff or whatever. And then we're going to take a nap and yeah, whatever. And then they get into it and they're, they really enjoy it. And they inevitably, they'd come up to me after class and they'd be like, oh, ma'am. Yes. That was like a really great class. Like. I, I, I feel parts of my body I haven't felt in a long time, yeah. if ever. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you next week. Okay. And then they become like, you know, these fans. They're yeah. there every week. They're, they're right up front, you know. And then they start bringing their friends. Dude, you got to try this. This is amazing. You know, so it was just, it was so much fun That's to awesome. work with them. Um, my class is very interactive. My class is not like uh, your typical yoga class where it's very quiet and zen. We're usually um, talking, usually talking about food. Um, but it's, you know, hey, how was your kid's soccer game last week? And, you know, what's everybody doing this weekend? And, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, because I'm not a talk therapist. When it's quiet, that's quite frankly where the scary shit is. Yeah. 
And I don't want to take them there. That's not what I'm there for. Yeah. I'm there to help them move the trauma out of their bodies. And so by getting them interactive, talking, maybe getting them an, an idea of what to do with themselves over the weekend or whatever, um, it's keeping their mind occupied. Yeah. And frankly, it was like the end of the stand-up hour because, you know, I felt like I was, you know, telling jokes and whatever. Laughter is a great healer. Yeah, Absolutely. And we were able to commiserate all together and have a great time. And it was just, it was such a beautiful time. I loved it. I absolutely adored that time with them. That's awesome. And I'm sure that you helped out a, a lot of people while you're there. So take us back for a second. How'd you get into yoga? That's something for the, for the record, I've never done it. I've never done it. It is on my bucket list. It's something that I, I definitely want to do. Uh, but take us back to how you got started in yoga. Well, before I answer that, let me, uh, let me tell you, there are eight different parts of yoga. Okay. And one of them is doing the poses. Okay. However, one of the other things is breathing. And so are you breathing? Am I breathing? Yes. I mean, yes, but I don't, I'm sure that there's probably ways that I probably should be breathing, right? Like different circumstances or take me there. Let's talk about it. Well, if you're breathing and you've mastered that, then you're doing yoga. Okay. All right. Because that's a part of doing yoga. Okay. So everybody is doing yoga. All right. In some form or fashion. So um, it may not be the poses. And yeah. that's okay. And yeah, there are certain breathing techniques that you can do to facilitate things. Okay. However, if you can breathe, you can do yoga. Okay. Check. Got it. So how did I get into this? Um, yeah, I did not wake up one day and say, Ooh, I'm going to be a yoga therapist and I'm going to work with people with PTSD and make them cry. Yeah. Um, that was never <laughs> my intent. Yeah. I wanted to do yoga on my own time. I didn't want to go to anybody's class and I wanted to keep myself safe on the mat. And so I took a teacher training class, just one. And I realized that for me, yoga was a gift. It wasn't a way of working out. It, it was just this beautiful gift. I love what it gave me. And so I decided I wasn't going to teach yoga. I was going to share it. I was going to share this gift and have as many people fall in love with it as I had. Yeah. And so I got the bug and I started taking more teacher training classes and the school that I was going through is called Yoga Fit. Excellent, excellent school. And they were running a, a series of cl uh, classes called the Warrior Classes. And that was to help with um, active duty and retired military okay. with PTSD. So I get in there and I'm in like halfway through the first day. And I realize, oh, shit. Like the first person I need to work on is right here. <laughs> I had realized at that point um, I had been raped. The first time I was raped was when I was 18. And so now this is fast forward. And um, I realized that my PTSD, even though I thought I had a really good handle on it, it had really crawled into the nooks and crannies of my life and was holding me back in ways I did not like. Yeah. And it really shone a light on that. And so it started my journey of recovery, self-recovery. And then it became, you know, let me help you. 
So uh, you you mentioned it, and I and I hate to get personal, but obviously I think it's a, a very important part of your story of why you're doing what you're doing. So whatever you're comfortable speaking about, can can you touch on being raped? You said it was the first time when you was eighteen. Yeah, I was eighteen the first time. It was a date rape. Um, it was in my own bed. Um, guy that I was seeing. Um, and you know what's funny? At the time. I, I was like, I don't know if I was raped or not, because it started out consensually. And all of a sudden, we had changed into a different position, and it was physically hurting me. And I said, oh, let's take a beat here. <laughs> let's stop for a minute. Let's change positions. Um, but he didn't. And he actually was getting off on the fact that I was being physically hurt. And then he um, not only did things to make it hurt more, um, he started saying things as he was doing it. And I was left, okay, was that rape? Yeah. Because I, I agreed to it at first. It was consensual. And then it turned. Yeah. But I know that I've had this horrible experience, and I don't know what to do with this. And so like everybody else, you know, I, I went into talk therapy. And I sat there the first time with the therapist and I said, I don't, I don't know if I was raped. And she said, well, I already know the answer to that. So why don't you just go ahead and tell me what happened? Mm-hmm. And I told her and she said, yeah, at that moment where it, it wasn't consensual, you, you withdrew your consent. You yeah. said, hey, this hurts. Stop. And he didn't. That's rape. Yeah. Okay. Um, he went on to try to attack me two more times and, um, yeah, I, I stopped seeing him obviously. Um, and then I found myself going in and out of therapy, um, talking about the same stuff, never seeing, seeming to get any closure on it. And then once I started doing yoga, I started to feel more comfortable in my own skin, which I had never really felt in a very long time. Um, you know, after that kind of an experience, you're never going to be your old self. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they're bullshitting you. Um, you are a different person. You are changed. But it doesn't have to be for the worse. It's just different. Yeah. And it's accepting that difference learning to work with it, learning to manage it, learning to live with it, um, the acceptance. And then about, um, I don't know, eight or nine years ago, I was raped again. Now, this time I was a yoga therapist. And, you know, I put my clinician hat on and I said, all right, what would I tell a client? All right. And then I took my hat off and I said, now I got to go to work. And um, this time, in, I, I did go into therapy. However, the, uh, I saw a therapist that specifically worked with sexual trauma. So that was the good thing. The, the unfortunate thing was he was a, he was a guy. Yeah, it's got to be uncomfortable. Well, you know, all the other work that I had done in the past with therapists were women. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I don't know how this is going to be, but I'm going to try it. And I have to tell you, I did more progress with that man than I did with all of the other therapists. That's awesome. 
Obviously, that is awesome. I think part of it was because he was specifically trained for sexual trauma. So, you know, you need to find people who really meet your needs. Yeah. And then being able to talk to a guy. It was very different. And um, I, I, you know, I am so grateful for him because, like I said, I, I did more work with him. Yeah. Helped you turn that page, huh? Yeah. In, in addition to yoga therapy and EMDR and other things that really worked well with me. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine. First of all, thank you for being so open and honest with us. And I know that it, it, it's got to be something that it's hard to even think about, let alone discuss. But it's so important. I think that's part of your story, too. And that's the reason why I wanted to have you on as well is how you let it define you, right? Is, are you stuck, you know, back being a, a victim or you have chosen to help others as well? You've chosen to use that trauma that you've had in your life to go back and help others that have been in that situation, which is incredible. And not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that. I mean, it's, you know, once, oh my gosh, twice, I, I, I have no words, but for you to get past that, right? And use that as a tool to help others. I can't tell you how much that I admire that about you. And it's, and I think it's, it's incredible for what you're doing. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I I looked at my life, which is kind of like a really bad Hallmark movie, (laughs) except my dog didn't die. Um, (laughs) I didn't lose my job, but you know, everything else happened. Yeah. Um, And I was like, you know, I have all of this firsthand experience with PTSD. Like, wouldn't it be a shame if I let that go to waste? I mean, I could look at it as a gift Mm -hmm. or a curse. Yeah. And I just chose to look at it as a gift and run with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact that, you know, your experience with your father, your experience with your, your husband, you know, obviously those two personal experiences too, it has made you rounded in that area to be able to speak to different aspects of trauma, which is incredible. There's not a lot of people that can do that, right? I mean, for it's so hard to sit there and talk to somebody that has not experienced what you've experienced, right? In a, in a therapy session, right? This is how I feel. This is what happened to me. But if you've not been in my shoes, you know, it's it's hard for me as a person to accept what you're trying to tell me. Like, but in your aspect, right? You've been there. You've lived it. You've understand. Now you have the tools that helped you get out of that. And back to your point, you're sharing that with others. That's incredible. That's incredible. So, founder of the Trauma Healing Yoga Therapy Program. Obviously, what's what's the why? You probably shared some of that, but what's the why that you wanted to start that program? Here in the West, especially, we break down a person. You know, there's a body, and then there's every part of their body. And then mental health is something totally different. And then let's not even address their their spirit, their soul. We are one. All of those components make up all of us, and we have to address the whole person when we are healing, not just a part of that person. Um, 
body, the, the body stores trauma on a physical level, a cellular. In our cells, we trap trauma and we need to release that. And so all of the talk therapy in the world isn't going to do a bloody thing if you're not releasing it from the body and you're not nurturing the soul. And so um, that was really where this came from is that, you know, you got to get it out of the body. You started your journey, right? You're the founder. Tell us about the program success. What are you guys doing today? Well, like I said, everything's online. And coming here in January, we are, we, me, (laughs) (laughs) me, I'm releasing um, new website, new app. All right. Uh, new membership where women can um, be together. Um, there's going to be recorded yoga therapy sessions. So, you know, at, at 3 a.m., you can't just bounce on down to the corner yeah. yoga studio. Yeah. You know, when your mind is racing, get up and get on a mat. Yeah. Um, there'll be live sessions as well throughout the month. Um, but really, you know, when I was looking at healing. And I I looked at AA and NA and um, even Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig. What is one of the big cornerstones of those programs and its community? Mm -hmm. You know, we're not designed to heal by ourselves. And this experience is very isolating. There's the shame, the embarrassment, um, you know, and one out of every two women have experienced some sort of sexual trauma. So there's plenty of us out there. However, there is no place for us. There's no community. And that's part of it is is having a community where you can show up and say, hey, I'm having a shitty day. Or I'm having a great day. This is what happened. Um, You know, and so that community, that healing community, that safe place to be for you to do your healing. That's what I'm creating. Awesome. That is so good to hear. Obviously, we want to hear, you know, the the at. So I'll let you do that here in a second. But but before I do, you're exactly right. I just want to reiterate what you said about community. You know, just like a body, right? You started talking about the body. Every part of the body plays a role. Your fingers, your hand, your head, your brain, your heart. Without one of them, you're not going to be able to survive how you're meant to survive. And that's what the community is, right? Sometimes you have someone who could, you could talk to on a deeper level. Sometimes it's just that, hey, you're, you know, how are you doing? Somebody checking up on you. Or sometimes you need that kick in the pants. You need those people to be like, look, come on, pick yourself up and let's go from time to time. And that's what a community brings, right? Everybody brings something for, something different to the table. That's awesome. You got, you're doing it online where those that are from the East coast could connect with those that are in the West coast and central. Fantastic. Go ahead and and give them the ads. Let us know where our listeners can find you. Well, right now you can find me at um, trauma healing yoga. Um, I'm on IG. um, I'm on, you know, Facebook. I have uh, two free Facebook groups. One is specifically for women who've been sexually traumatized. One is for generalized um, PTSD, and that is open to men and women. I am not cool. I am not like on TikTok or anything like that. I'm a dinosaur. Um, so you can't find me on TikTok. Um, I'm just barely getting Snapchat and it's just for me personally. 
<laughs> LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, um, you know, all the old people places. There you go. And we'll share them too. You guys will be able to find it on our social media website as well. So I want to thank you for your time. Can't wait to touch base with you back again next year when your program kicks off online with the apps and stuff like that to kind of see where you're at. But I appreciate your time and thank you for doing what you're doing. Like I said, you're sharing and you're helping people and, and, and that's what it's all about. So thank you. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so very much. Until next time, guys.